Hello and welcome to Homeopathy at Home with Melissa. If you're ready to be independent in helping your family with acute and chronic conditions in a more natural way, if you're interested in learning how to use homeopathy at home, and if you enjoy positive, encouraging messages, then this is the podcast for you. Click subscribe, grab some coffee or tea, a pen, and a notebook, and get ready to learn how to use homeopathy at home in your family. The information in this podcast and its transcription is to be used for education only. The suggestions here should not replace the advice of your medical doctor, and you should never stop any prescription medications without the advice and direction of your doctor. I am not a physician. I am not prescribing, and I am not making healthcare decisions for you. It is your choice to use the information provided here and in any future communications with me regarding homeopathy and natural health care. Welcome back to Homeopathy at Home with Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Hey, Brie. Excited to talk about, have a Materi Medica Monday tonight. Yeah, Materi Medica Monday. I think it's like our third one, maybe. We're still early in the alphabet, so I know we haven't gotten too far. Um, before we get to Carbo Veg, our remedy for today, um, we wanted to tell you about a new thing that Melissa's doing a new live call called bridge the gap. By the time we post this podcast, we probably will have had a couple of them, but um, I know we want to do them regularly. So do you want to go ahead and share what that is and how people can get signed up if they want to? Yes. One great. So bridge the, so I've had lots of students, especially those in my mentorship program, ask me to where you can have open conversation about homeopathy and they can present um, questions, problems, whatever it is that they're having trouble with as they're learning to, to take cases and learning to manage cases. And they want to just, just talk, you know, and get their questions answered. Um, and so I've had lots of people ask me to do this. And so I'm, I am going to start, my plan is to have one every month. Um, you know, if seasons get busy, maybe we'll skip a month, but it's called Bridge the Gap. And um, and it is, you can you can find it, it's public. So if you go to melissacrenshaw.com under make appointment, if you scroll down, you'll see Bridge the Gap. And you can sign up to attend these live two-hour calls where we just have open discussion. I want you, I want you to come ready with questions, problems, um, concerns, whatever, whatever. I want to help you through what you're dealing with. I don't have a planned subject to teach. It's not going to be a class that I'm leading. It's going to be, you're going to, you're going to lead it and I'm going to help you, you know, in whatever it is that you need. So, um, do you see that, Brie? Are you looking at my website right now and scrolling? Down? Good, thank you. Because it should be public there. Anybody that is, you don't have to be enrolled in a class of mine. The fact that you're listening to this podcast means you're interested. You are a student of homeopathy. 
So some students either can't afford or don't want to spend the money on all these classes. So you just you just gobble up all the free things that we give you right here, which is a lot. We give you a lot of free stuff on the, the blog, the podcast, and um and the my YouTube channel. So so what I'm saying is that this is this these live calls are for anybody, any um student of homeopathy who wants to learn more and dig deeper. Are you seeing it on there, Bree? I don't see it right up on your website, but we'll get it figured out. Yeah, it's it is public. And so if you um okay, if when you go to the um website. And if you don't see it, then please just email me, um, Melissa at MelissaCrenshaw.com or Bree at MelissaCrenshaw.com. And we'll just send you a link. So this now, um, it is capped. Is that right? Like at certain people at a certain amount of people is what I mean. Yep. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you got, it won't be too gigantic where you won't get to have real discussion. Mm-hmm. So Keep that in mind. So I see it, Brie. If you scroll down under, so under the big um, heading of chronic consultation request, if you scroll down, you see career consulting, monthly membership, free 15 minute, blah, blah, keep going. Then under mentoring, you see bridge the gap. Live call. And this is um, make an appointment. Yep. Okay. So under appointments, that's, Okay. Under chronic consultation request. Yep. It's the big head. Oh yeah, it is down there. Mentoring bridge the gap live call. Perfect. Yep. Okay. And then you also see guys, I I have um, gift certificates. You can buy a consult for somebody else. That would be such an amazing gift. And the first one is the biggest one that a lot of people are hesitant to jump into not having experienced it before. Yeah. So if you can get them past the first one, it's usually, I mean, easy after that. Right. So that would pay for their initial consult, but then maybe, you know, then the follow-ups are not as expensive as the initial consult, or maybe you say you want to buy two gift certificates and get them through their initial and their first two follow-ups. That's going to get a lot of care. So yeah, there's that. Okay. Let's right. jump into CarboVeg. You ready? I'm ready. CarboVeg is charcoal. It is charcoal. And um, so, so what do a lot of people take activated charcoal, mm-hmm. right? We have a stomach ache. Um, yeah. We have a stomach virus. I see that all the time on my Crunchy Mama groups where they, you know, it's suggested to take activated yeah. charcoal when you want to carry something out of the body. It carries toxins out of the body. And um, CarboVeg is also known as the reviver, the reviver. So this person is weak, um, exhausted, and this can be a chronic exhaustion or an acute exhaustion. And so my most recent example of this is, um, I, chicken. huh? Oh, that's well, I forgot about that one. That was a long time ago. Or, that was a good one though. It was a good one. So I had the little, the little chick, the baby chick, just a not even a week old. 
and she was not doing well at all. She was very sleepy. And I, um, I asked my chicken friends, like, what do I do? What is this? And they said, yeah, that's kind of common. Sorry. She's probably not going to make it. And I was like, carbo veg. Not if I can help it. I gave that baby <laughs> carbo veg and she came back and she did great. Um, but my most recent example of carbo veg is we were going to Carowinds. Um, it was in June. It was 99 degrees. And um, for whatever reason, that morning, I grabbed carbo veg and put it in my pocket. It's not a common remedy that I usually carry with me or that I have and uh, I mean, that, I, that I need. And I got heat exhaustion at Carowinds, which is an, an amusement park that we have around here. I got heat exhaustion and I would have rather had belladonna or glonoinum for the heat exhaustion, <clears throat> but I had carbovet. That's all I had on me was carbovet. So I thought, well, yeah, I'm weak and I feel this exhaustion. So I took it and it worked great. Just one dose. So it is the reviver when you're feeling very weak and exhausted, no matter the reason. You can try CarboVeg. It's great for for um, flatulence, lots of gas, um, especially when there's burning in the digestive tract. Then uh, with gas, food poisoning, you'll think of CarboVeg just like somebody would take activated charcoal. You know, if they had food poisoning, you can take the remedy. So, I have a question because this is sounding a lot like arsenic amalgam. It is. Yep. <laughs> with the burning and the food poisoning. I, um, so do you think maybe let's say you have food poisoning with similar physical symptoms, maybe the carbo veg person would be really lethargic compared to maybe an arsenicum. Arsenicum has weakness also has a great and, deal. of weakness. Yeah. <laughs> right. Good. So, I'm really helpful with my questions. So what you do, is, well, we're going to go through the, a lot of keynotes of, yeah. of carbovetch. So then you might be able to differentiate, but why don't we, why don't you look up arsenicum and I look up carbovetch and we'll see what the differences are. Some of the main differences, we won't go through all of it, but, yeah, you know, huge. but really just teaching you right now what you can do at home. So if you have a materia medica, which we are looking, we're in um, Dr. Murphy's Nature's Materia Medica, fourth edition. And so that's what we're using tonight. Um, I have lots of other um, materia medica, but this is my favorite. And I would highly encourage you to buy this. If you don't have one and you want to get Dr. Murphy's, support his wife, um, Lotus Wellness Cottage, buy one from her. Um, if she's out or doesn't have any, then, um, then support taproots, taprootsva.com. They have usually have material medicas, uh, rather than, you know, Amazon or, or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So you can do what Brie and I are getting ready to do is differentiate between CarboVeg and Arsenicum album. And the reason we're doing this right now is because everything I just said, just like what Brie said, they sound very much alike. So then how do you decide which one to take? All right. Carboveg has air hunger. Um, asthma, which I know arsenicum can also have belching, um, blood loss. Um, so, so this weakness comes from a loss of blood, right? So then you're thinking of carboveg, um, labored breathing, chills, coldness, collapse, coma, dehydration, weak digestion, 
fainting, flatulence, heartburn, um, hypothermia, lungs might be congested, um, stomach disorders, and weakness. What does um, arsenicum say under clinical? It says um, anemia, anxiety, burning pains. It does have asthma also. Um, okay, there's a lot. Colitis. Just the bold stuff. Yeah. Despair, diarrhea, dissent. How do you say that? Dysentery? Dys- Dysentery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see? Okay. Um, fear, fever, food poisoning, gastritis. Influenza, intermittent fever, nausea, nervousness, restlessness, pneumonia, um, vomiting, weakness. It says septic fever. So what I'm already seeing the difference in is there's lots of anxiety. Yeah. That's not with CarboVeg. And CarboVeg has that. I mean, I have been sick. I experienced it. I think maybe post-COVID that feeling for needing to take a deep breath. Like I'm not getting enough yeah. oxygen in my breath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And um, I did use CarboVeg and that worked really well. Yeah. Um, let's just do then homeopathic and then we'll leave the specifics to people to, to look through. You want to do okay. that? Yeah. So homeopathic um, under homeopathic CarboVeg says imperfect oxidation. And I'm really just reading the bold stuff. There's lots of other stuff here. Um, it's a deodorant, disinfectant, and antiseptic. Um, it antidotes the effects of putrid meats or fish, rancid fats, salt or salt meats. So if you're thinking about food poisoning and you're sick, if you know what made you sick, and if it was rancid meat, putrid meat, or fish, rancid fats, then you might think of carboveg, unless arsenicum also says that. Um, hemorrhages, um, body becomes blue, icy cold, almost lifeless, must have air, must have air. Mm-hmm. Must They want to be fanning themselves really hard, and they want all the windows open because they're, they're so hungry for oxygen. They faint easily. They're worn out, weak, sick, exhausted, state of collapse, um, lack of reaction after some violent attack, um, septic conditions, blueness and decomposition, flatulence, burning, itching on skin. Mm. So I know, I know arsenicum can have itching on skin, but the burning is usually in the, in the digestive tract of arsenicum, but so is. Arsenicum does seem to have a lot of anxiety and restlessness. Yeah. Yeah. Not as, and when I think of like really exhaust, like so worn out that your body is just like lethargic could be even different than weakness. Maybe if it's like where carbo veg, you just are not getting oxygenated enough. Um, and arsenicum is pretty restless, still could be weak. Yeah. Yeah. And exhaustion, it says sudden great weakness, but very restless, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, emaciation, asthma, fear, suffocation, shortness of breath, food poisoning, 
um, dropsy pale baggy swellings. So I think that's pretty, those are pretty distinct. I, I think. Yeah. So that's yeah. how, you know, for our listeners, that's how you'll determine when you, when you see two remedies that look a lot like the same, you're going to go through, you're going to go through your material medica and decide which one fits best. Okay. Something that just um, came to my mind to maybe say, I don't know why maybe somebody listening needs to hear it. Um, when you hear us talk about carbo veg, but our Senecum Alba maybe has worked super well for you in the past. We talk about this a lot in our classes. If something worked before, use it. Don't feel like because you hear carbo veg that you need to switch remedies. Maybe our Senecum worked a little bit, but not great. And so maybe next time you do try carbo veg, um, but don't feel like I know as you learn more remedies and I can still do this. I suddenly question all my past decisions. Like, oh, I should have picked this one. Or I should have picked this one. So in the moment, I, I feel like praying for God to just give me discernment, even on a remedy, almost always works well. And I just feel confident in one and I'm going to try it. That's so good. That's so good. Such a great reminder because our Senecum album is absolutely going to be my first go-to yeah. because that's what it works for me 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, as when we're talking about digestive issues, you know, any kind of diarrhea or burning or whatever. So yes, great, great point. Um, so there's a lot of coldness and blueness in carbo veg. Carbo veg has that, uh, you know, it said it a lot in the material medica, it's saying it a lot in our notes here. Um, and carbo veg deals with toxins. So when you've been exposed to smoke, you've inhaled smoke or, um, you know, some other kind of toxin that you've inhaled or been exposed to, and you're sick because of it, then carbo veg might be a great one. And you can think of it in septic conditions, bacterial infections, um, again, because it absorbs toxins. Did you have something you want to say? I'm just thinking, yeah, I'm thinking of scenarios. So I did think of one, um, these are probably totally random. It might be difficult to give a hard answer, but when a baby I, comes is born and mm-hmm. is have, having trouble breathing regularly, is that a scenario where you would consider carbo veg? I would, I would give it to my baby. Okay. And then, um, I have a friend who got super sick, but was riding in a car leaking antifreeze like into the car, like fumes. Um, so would that potentially be that situation where you're just around these toxins? You didn't even know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The carbo veg could be a good, I mean, quote unquote detox. I don't know if that's the proper term. Yes, there, there is homeopathic detox. There are homeopathic detox programs, um, out there. I don't follow a a program, but I do have a book about it. But so, yeah, if you're interested in detoxing with homeopathy, um, my favorite book is fighting fire with fire by Tan Jansen. I also have on our, as an idea for a pod for podcast or, or videos in the future is favorite book. So it will, we'll start to talk about some of my favorite books. That's going to be fun. Yeah. I know there are a lot of people who love books. You should see behind this 
this screen right this computer right here that's in front of me books 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 uh books you do always have a book books out there like a some title of book I don't know how you have all have time to read all these books but you always have a book recommendation (laughs) as long as I have the book and I can look through it real quick and find the answer then I'm good yeah (laughs) all right um so carbovetch has is oxygenation that's just so funny my grandmother could not say the word oxygen and that just reminded me of that um so <laughs> oxygenation um where a system is deprived of oxygen and um so we've got circulatory conditions your poor circulation chill blains, blood supply is not great venous and arterial um not enough oxygen getting around anyway, function of the heart, cardiac situations, respiratory, pneumonia, bronchitis, all the things where oxygen needs to be moving through and it's, it's not. So then, it could be heart or lungs. Yeah. Ooh, sorry. That was a kid on the other side of this wall. <laughs> you said a kid. Oh yeah. Something hit the wall over there. Oh, oh, <laughs> in another room. That's so funny. Yes. I know, so loud. Um, Carbovag is a bit like pulsatilla, which is an oxygen carrier as well as calisulf. So um, we don't often talk about pulsatilla being an oxygen carrier. No. But I have talked about calisulf before in our um, cell salt series that we did. And now, you know, with, with Carbovag, Carbovag is going to be my first thought when we're talking about lack of oxygen. so if you have bronchitis um the patient is short of oxygen and so oh okay so this is not okay so a bleeding a person is bleeding if they if it's bright red blood then you're thinking more about aconite Whereas if the blood is not oxygenated, then it's dark. Then you're going to think of carbovag. And um, even hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging of dark blood. So this is not the bright red blood. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so loss of fluids, vomiting, diarrhea, bleeding, any kind of loss of fluids that makes you weak. You can think of carbovag. Um, and heart failure where the heart isn't working properly and can't pump blood around. Oxygen is not being carried around. So carboveg doesn't fix heart failure. It helps oxygenate the blood. Okay. So use your, you, if you use it on the way to the hospital, you're going to need, you know, if you need help, you need help, but carboveg can help oxygenate the blood while you're getting treatment or on your way to the hospital. So they have a great desire to be fanned. Um, Let me back up to heart. When, when there's a heart problem, then carboveg is chilly and because the circulation isn't good. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's blueness. Again, we said the blueness and the coldness and they want fresh air. They want the, they want the air. They want the fans. Um, they want the windows open. They want to go to the window. They get breathless and um, 
This was a big remedy used in the 1918 flu, which we don't really talk about often. Yeah, we really don't. Yeah. Talk about gelsimium and maybe influenzinum. I have it in my viruses guide, but um, I really remember gelsimium. I don't remember carbovage being in there. So again, really big for digestive digestive problems, um, food poisoning, anemic, red blood cells um, carry the oxygen. And so if you're anemic, then carbovage can help to, uh, again, oxygenate. I know I told you this before we started, but I think um, carbovage was one of my gateway remedies for digestive stuff. And I, I don't remember anymore where I heard it or read it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't, it was a good case of this one is working. I can tell it's working because I, it's one of the things that made me stick with homeopathy. But when I learned more nat foss definitely works better for my husband's heartburn, mm-hmm. but carbo veg was one of the remedies that worked really well to settle his stomach in the beginning. And we just did a 30 C that's all I knew. Boy run blue tubes. All I knew to do. Yep. So um, that's a great, yes, that's a great reminder also of a long time ago when I was just starting out with food intolerances, um, when I would become intolerant to a new food. So let me just back up and say, if you have food intolerances, when if to stop eating the food is not a cure, you're not mm-hmm. fixing the problem. That list is going to grow. Some people, it grows really fast and some people, it grows slow. So anyway, I became intolerant to gluten. Well, I was intolerant to milk. Now that I really, when I think about it, I was intolerant to milk since I was at least a teenager. Yeah. But I didn't know that's what what the problem was. So anyway, then, but I've continued to drink it and eat it. And, you know, cause I didn't know that was the problem. Then I became intolerant to gluten and I stopped the gluten, which didn't cure me, but the food, the food list started growing. And when I became intolerant to a new food, I would have the most awful burning in the, in the stomach, right in between the breast below the, you know, in between the rib cage. Like your sternum type or the bottom of your ribs? Yes. And you know, like in your sternum, like right in the, right in the middle yeah. between um, the most awful burning. And then like a violent reaction after that. <laughs> so I can say, yeah. <laughs> so did carbo veg help with that? Carbo veg. So um, yes. And it, uh, it only, it took me because I started out with arsenicum. And arsenicum wasn't helping because that's what, you know, that was, had been my go-to, but yeah. yes, carbovage helped that. Um, okay. So ulcers, ulcers um, of the elderly. So varicose ulcers, poor circulation of the veins, um, because the circulation is poor, then they get these ulcers and this is dead dying tissue that stinks. So remember carboveg is the reviver. They need oxygen <clears throat> because they have the poor circulatory system. And, um, there are other remedies that help with this, but carboveg is one to think about. So 
depletion, carboveg has depletion. They're better for burping, have a lot of flatulence, a lot of gas. And um, especially when they eat rich foods, indigestion from eating rich foods, worse from wine. So this person, every time, you know, Mm -hmm. they drink wine, they get worse or feel worse. There's swelling of the abdomen. Um, Shock, particularly after surgical operations, loss of blood, blood transfusions. You might think of CaliCarb or CarboVeg. The face might be pale, breath is cold, clammy, perspiration. Um, mm, shellfish poisoning. Shellfish poisoning. Um, is that like shellfish, shellfish allergy or like you ate shellfish and you got food poisoning from that? I was thinking, I was thinking food poisoning from shellfish. Okay. That would make sense with the wording, I think. Um, so carboveg can kill that in a couple of hours. So if you, if you've ever been really sick with, you know, from shellfish, then you know what that feels I think like. that's like another level of sick. If you've never had food poisoning from shellfish, it's pretty crazy. So the mental picture of carboveg is a bit depressed, fear of the dark, irritable, lazy, fear of ghosts. This list is a very specific one. <clears throat> um, They generally have burning pains and tolerance of fat, milk, and rich foods and um, can come on very suddenly. And so that's, you know, when I had the food intolerance, it hit me. I was at work the first time it hit me and which is very unfortunate. (laughs) And, um, you know, so there was, and it was, yeah, it was a very fast, fast onset. That is the worst. Now, looking back, I'm sorry, you guys, if you can. Sorry, I think we're lagging a little bit. If you can hear my dog whining in the background, she is. I'm sorry. Oh, I can't hear her. Do you have Nala in there? I do have Nala in here. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes more sense. I was thinking trigger this time, but I'm like, he wouldn't be still that long. He's very loud when he whines. (laughs) I bet. He's a little brother. Um, But now, so my husband used to vomit after really rich meals. Wow. And that was when I was giving him carbo veg for what I thought for his heartburn. And I never, I mean, it would happen maybe like a few times a year. We'd have like this really, and I like joked with him about it because we'd have this really great steak dinner and it had the red wine reduction. It was so good. And I have apparently like a stomach of steel didn't bother me at all. Mm -hmm. And he would throw it up in the middle of the night. All of a sudden he'd feel terrible. Mm Mm-hmm and feel great. So I, it's always, I mean, I guess I'll never know because I wasn't aware of what I was doing, but I wonder if that has helped, um, his reaction to those rich foods. He hasn't had that happen in a long time. Okay. So some of you who are listening now might have heard me talk about my husband before and how he is several times every single day getting heartburn and he's, he has been using baking soda. Mm-hmm. So he puts baking soda in his bottle of water and he shakes yeah, it up. My husband's done that too. Yeah. And he does this two, three times a day, every day. Ugh, it tastes so bad and he does that so much. And, you know, I, I've been telling him you're in a vicious cycle. You're killing all mm-hmm. the acid in your stomach. Um, and so I did talk him into carbo veg. Actually, I didn't talk him into it. We were in my truck and he didn't have any 
any baking soda. I had carbovage in my, tr- in my kit, in my truck. So I said, here, take this. And so, and it worked. And now he's asking for carbovage, which is amazing, right? I love so it. So is he taking it with him, like tr- doing that instead, or is he kind of doing both? He's, he is doing both when he doesn't have the carbovage handy with him. Okay. So, um, so right now he's like, he wants me to make him the liquid. Yeah. He has the sugar pellets in his mouth. So if I, as soon as I can make, as soon as I remember to make the liquid for him, then he'll carry that around. He'll do that all the time. See, it's such, that's cool. So I wonder, that's funny that that works for his heartburn too, because I think that's really what I started not knowing. Um, so that's very cool. I can't wait to hear an update on that. Yeah. So me and cash, um, we use Nat Foss if we get heartburn mm-hmm. um, and that works great for us, but yeah, Paul, is, I think Paul tried the Nat Foss and he was like, this is doing nothing. So, and maybe that's a case where the trigger foods are different or, um, yeah, this would be so interesting. We'll have to talk more about that on yeah. the side, not for everybody here, but we'll have to remember to come back with an update because I love those stories. Yes. Especially yeah. people we know. So thank mm-hmm. you. I think this is a good one. Yeah. Good. And yep. Monday. we've said this a couple times. If you have success stories you want to share, I know Melissa, you have posted about if you want to be interviewed and share your story, mm-hmm. we would mm-hmm. love to hear yes. some of these stories. Um, whether you've taken the gateway courses or Melissa's mentorship program and then treated your family or yourself, or mm-hmm. Melissa has done consults with you or yourself, whatever, we would love to hear them. That's right. Just come on. Yeah. Just email me or Bree and let us know that you want to, you want to come on to the show. And often that intimidates people. Um, oh, I can't be on it's- Yeah. Me, we're just you're just sitting here having a conversation with me. We're just sitting here talking. It's totally fine. I mean, my dog's in the background whining and licking herself, and yeah. I mean, you guys, if you've listened long enough, you've heard like my kid walk in the door. There's a thunderstorm outside. We're (laughs) in just real life over here. Real life. Just come and have a conversation with us. Thank Thank you you guys for listening. listening. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Have a great night. Thank you.